Football fans, the first Sunday of NFL season is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus, for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code SKPOD. SKPOD. To get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code SKPOD. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. With that, in five, four, three, two. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin on stage. She's the Chick All right, quick announcement. Patreon people, if you are on Patreon, uh, we're going to re-put the Discord link in the Patreon today. Sign up for that as well, because sometimes Patreon don't send the link out or it sends it out late or it sends it out in batches. So you might be missing the beginning of broadcasts if you don't uh, have Discord. So join the Discord. There's a, a chat that just lets you know when we're going live for the podcast. So you'll get it as soon as we go live. All right. Before we begin, quick church announcements. Keep your distance this week. Uh, Joshi, play the play the Billy Roast after this. Um, an amazing show. Amazing comedians. I just want to say something real quick. A lot of times people be like, Kev, you ain't tell all the comedians ain't do well. Y'all, now, how, of, of course. Now, okay, now I'm doing seven, eight comedians a show. You know, a lot of people you never heard of. People be nervous. People be doing their best. Every show, every comedian is not going to kill. All right? But I ain't going to hold you every show at least three or four do. So stick up for the three or four. I'll be in the comments. They'll be like, Kev, you ain't tell about this person. I'm not going to be like, hey, this person didn't do well. I'm going to just show you who did do well. Focus on who did do well, right? Comic View, when people didn't do well, they cut them out the show. They didn't make it, okay? I ain't doing that. I'm at least giving them a chance to get their set, get their shine, at least get a joke or two that goes off. So just watch them and, and hush and just what and the people will be good. I would if it ain't ever a case that all seven people is whack, including me, I will be like, y'all, we ain't got it this week. <laughs> they right? want you to give the they want you to give they did a good job as a participation trophy. Yeah. Their their, their payment is their listen, and I don't want to cut the people out of the show completely because people need their sets and they want their shine. If they do a joke that don't go over at all, or I think is uh, something that is like potentially going backfire on them, I cut that joke out, right? But yeah, just, just hush and enjoy. It will always be good comedians. You, you, imagine Comic View, Comic View, even the people they put on wasn't always killing, all right? So just be up in there laughing. Be uh, up in there who do amazing this this week? You, you're gonna want to see Billy Sorrell set. You're gonna want to see Alton Walker set. You're gonna want to see uh, Ambrose Jones has an amazing joke. 
Tony Baker's good as always. And I do some jokes as well. All right. And it ain't number $10, $15, depending on where, who you're buying it from, or 20 and you splitting that with people and sharing the link. I know how y'all be doing. All right. Now, Josh, put the Billy roasted me, even though it was out of love. It was funny. Kev and see that in his eyes, he's never been called a nigga. <laughs> he don't know what that's like. He don't know that toxicity I got on me. Melissa only been with him. That's it. They only know each other. You don't know what it's like to have your woman tell you, yeah, your dick ain't the best dick I ever had in my life. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't know how to hit your soul. Kevin still, he got his dignity right there. Him and Melissa prayers ain't like mine. She praying for shit. I ain't never heard a woman say, but God, if he would just flip me over and not just do me missionary, amen? If you would just let him get nasty, amen? I want these cheeks clap a different way, amen? Kev look like he'd say grace for you. You know, Father God, I wanna, I wanna get down here. I wanna bless this bountiful woman that is spread upon us, you know. Kev and Melissa be having sex to Kirk Franklin. Everybody say stomp. The preacher say stomp. I promise to stomp the whole stomp. Nothing but the stomp. It ain't over. It ain't over. Stomp. And <laughs> Kevin here living got life. Go Kevin, ahead, I was asked to headline at Flappers in October. And you better be staying retired. I know. I know you better be staying retired. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm no. not. <laughs> I will take it as a personal slight if you ain't retired. I'm that. not. I'm not going to do it, Kevin. I'm not going to do it. I mean, and you, if I, 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 I'm on this pot of black coffee, you, if I come up, you doing 45 at Flowers, when you told me you was retired, I'm going to be heckling you from the front. Boo! Hat! You stole this joke. That's not her real hair. She's not even a mother. She's not even a mother, guys. Those are not her children. Surrogacy, stolen no. children. I only... Oh. I I only considered it because it was a very good friend who asked me to do it, but I'm not going to do it. No, you, you can do stand-up comedy. Listen, I, 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 I don't take anything personal. Everybody's got to make their best decision for their life. I just want to be friends with you. That's my choice. All I, right. I, I, so, I know. <laughs> uh, we've got a, a couple of interesting things to talk about. Oh, also, I just want to say this real quick before we get into the show show. We were able to partner with Dreamville to help promote Ari Lennox's album, uh, Age, Sex, Location. The tickets are already sold out. Um, Patreon jumped in almost as soon as it was announced and bought all them tickets up. And some people in the regular world got them as well. But listen, it's super dope that Kev on stage is partnering with Dreamville and especially Ari Lennox, who's one of my favorite R&B singers. I also think she's funny. We're doing a stand-up comedy show in D.C. It'll be tonight or Wednesday by the day by the time this airs publicly. And I just want to say that's super dope. And shout out to Joshi Gans for setting that up. Uh, he's amazing. Really excited. All the comedians are really excited. Uh, Mel Mitchell, Paris, Paris Sachet, Ty Davis, and Takara on the lineup. I'm just hosting and, you know, do I do a little jokey joke here, but it's really about the ladies. Ari Lennox, Ari Lennox album, Age, Sex, Location, I believe is out today. 9-6, if not 9-9, nine, nine, but it is out this week for sure. Don't, don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. It's out this week. So check that out. She's a friend of the pod, even if she ain't been out uh, on the pod yet. Yeah, September 9th. So it'll be out this Friday. So check that out. All right. Angel and I 
watched Hung for Jesus, Save Your Soul. This is a movie that was on the Peacock and in theaters, I believe. It's also kind of crazy that we is watching movies on Peacock. That I is, know. Is theaters. It's just like movie industry is, is changing. And yeah. I don't mind watching comedies or dramas on streaming. I do prefer to see big action films in theaters, mm. your adventures, your things like that. Uh, I don't be wanting the Avengers to be like this big. Right. I agree with you on that. I be wanting the full experience. And I still enjoy going to the movies. However, it's much easier to get me to watch a movie if I can stream it because I ain't got to go nowhere. I got to do is hit download. So we watch uh, Honk for Jesus. And as always, most most things about the church are polarizing. Uh, the thing that's interesting, and Candace Marie Benbow wrote about this, the social media uh, response on Twitter and Instagram is very different than the social media response on Facebook. Uh, Facebook tend to, tend to be seasoned saints. Twitter yeah. and Instagram seem to be uh, younger saints, church kids, angel and I's age. Facebook tend to be our our parents, our uncles and aunts tend to be on Facebook. Uh, before I give my thoughts, Angel, as a as a church kid yourself, I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, okay, do you want to hear it from a Christian standpoint or a, a, a theater actress that appreciates more about film than just? Uh, give give them both to me. Give me give me the actress first, and then the church kid. Actress first. I feel like. The um, I wish it would have went somewhere. I, I felt like it left me wanting some form of real ending. Uh, my husband, I think, worded it perfectly. It felt like, oh, okay, the next episode, we'll see what happens, right? <laughs> that was the only thing I felt like they did dark, twisted humor, mm-hmm. which I, I love. Um, but it was more so I was just like, even though I know what the story is based off of, which so funny, I didn't know anything about Honk for Jesus before I started watching it. So then anything, yeah, I was just like, it's two black people I love and it's about them being mega pastors. I'm gonna watch it. I don't care what the premise is. So a spoiler alert halfway, uh, through when I realized that this was mirroring um, all the the scandal around uh, Eddie Long, I was like, oh, 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 what? Um, what? So the Christian girl in me was like, yes, let's talk about it. Yup. I was here for every piece of it. Every single piece of it. And I'd be forgetting because I grew up with the older people in church. Like my sister, Melissa, was in town. She's only four years older than me, but she is still very much so in the world of going to church with people where there are elders, where there are people who have, you know, where the deacon still yeah. saying pray on one knee. Hey, uh, devotion. You yeah. talking about devotion. It wasn't a yeah. praise team when you did the It was one Come on. person. Come on. And she was saying how, like, there are so many people that were so mad about this movie. Like, what were they so mad? Many. What was their what was their thing they were mad about? To make the church. Yeah. I think um, you know, I feel like this movie, while 
they took a definite like pull from the headlines, pull from uh, quotes and documents that literally happened in uh, what was that 2014? I can't remember exactly when all that went down. They, I think, uh, church don't like for people that are not in church to tell them what we ain't doing right and what we doing wrong. It, it's it, it comes off there. It's sacrilegious. It's you. Know, how dare you make pastors seem as if they are just for the attention that they don't have. That their will is ill. When it's just like, but this be happening sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, if if a whole nigga named Judas could actually be with Jesus and act a fool. Us who ain't actually with him gonna act a plum fool, and we didn't even get to smell his breath. We didn't even get to touch him. Judas was third. Judas was third. He was third, and still Judas acted a fool. So we gonna act a fool? We ain't never even seen the man. So that's my that's that's miss my thoughts. Listen, What's that's, a, that's an interesting point of view. Uh, Paul, who, who denied Jesus? Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul, Paul denied Jesus and cussed the people out. I was like, nah, I told you I don't know the MF. Now stop asking me. Scram, you. And Jesus told him he was going to do it. He was like, me? I would never. Oh, me? Absolutely. <laughs> Who the? Jesus? Mm. I know a Jerome. I know a Jerry. Jerry from Galilee, from Gethsemane. I don't know Jesus, though. I know a Jesus. Uh, Peter. Uh, Who's Peter? Oh, Who's Peter. Peter? Mm -hmm. I've been talking Y'all yeah, know I know the Bible. A little bit of it. Uh, here's my thoughts. couple thoughts. Uh, the writers are Adama Ebo and Adane Ebo, I believe. Let me tell you what I, I thought in, in order of Church Kid first. Well, actually, producer of churchy content first. This was one of the few times, if ever, you could tell actual church people had written something. Not Hollywood people writing about something they don't really know about. Mm -hmm. uh, this was This was, in some ways... Although it was a dark comedy, satirical, the scandal part was almost a documentary. Yes. That part wasn't, that was almost like how uh, Lifetime movies and Law and Order episodes be pulling directly from the headlines, mm -hmm. right? That wasn't no, it was a satirical point of view, but it wasn't just, I mean, that one was very close to Eddie Long's, uh, almost Eddie Long's uh, scandal. But there's all type of pastors, black, white, and other, who have had scandals. Uh, men, women, cheating. I mean, I'm talking about Hillsong's pastor. He, I mean, he bigger probably globally than even Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Hillsong is a much bigger global church than, uh, than uh, what's your boy Joe's church called? Uh, you know, like, I don't know the name uh, of his church. Lakewood, Lakewood, right? Uh, but all types of mega pastors have had scandal. The the specific scandal was 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 Eddie Long to a T. Uh, yes, you agree with Angel that black folks we have a we have a that ain't nobody's business stuff in the house stay in the house about our personal families and about our church. You know we got to cover him. You know, we got to cover him. Yeah. Oh, no, the devil is busy. It, it, listen, the, the devil don't be having nothing to do with these scandals. It'd be the man going and doing stuff. And we will 
absolve the individual of uh -huh. all his responsibility and give all of it to the devil. See, come to steal, kill, and destroy. That man mm -hmm. willingly went out there, pulled his pants down, stuck that peen in a regime that had no covenant. And then when he, when that baby was born, the devil had done got him. Cause <laughs> the devil was like, I was busy working on this. I got a little project going. I'm trying to get Cam to eat unhealthy again. I ain't got to, I ain't even got to work with him. He we went down on his own desire. Y'all got to stop blaming me for stuff. I am I am busy. I, the right. rapture could be any day. I was not focused on that man. He did that on himself. Okay, Come give, on, me, give me the stuff that I do. I'll take that, but I, I want credit for stuff that I didn't even do. So that part, I was like, oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Whew. Oh, y'all went there. And y'all was up in it, right? I was I was uncomfortable. You know, uh, in Candace's article, she said, and this is really what this film made me feel. Remember when Pastor would say something that would that would ting on the message? Uh, the, the message would ting on the people. And he would say, if you can't say amen, say ouch. This yeah. movie was, if you can't say amen, say ouch. You can't be mad at the actual representation of things that have actually happened. This wasn't pastor stealing the money. He's doing this. This is stuff that I remember happening yes. some 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And this isn't even necessarily new stuff. And this isn't even relegated to mega church pastors. I, and this is another common theme of people in the church. You're making all pastors look bad. Here's the here's the thing about the church. If it bleeds, it leads is news everywhere, right? You're not going to get Mike. Mike Todd goes more viral for spitting in his hand and wiping it on his face than for giving away millions of dollars every Christmas. I'm talking about millions of dollars. That never goes as viral as a spit. People love to jump. There's probably 30 churches on the one street that I take to take my sons to school. Hardly any of those pastors probably have a scandal. Of course, the majority of pastors are doing right. But ain't nobody going to write a story about that because right. people want to see. And that ain't the thing that's going to get the clicks and the views. We as humans, we want to see the car accident. Right. I be driving. It'd be traffic. I'd be like, what are these people doing? Stupid drivers. And then when you see the car accident, I'd be the main one. Oh, that, that was on fire. Yeah. I'm doing Listen. <laughs> when I see the car. Oh, sorry. 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 When I see the car accident, I immediately think I hope they have policy genius because having life insurance through your job may not be enough. Most people need up to 10 times more coverage to properly provide for their families and coverage through work isn't portable. If you leave your job, your policy doesn't go with you, meaning a gap in coverage when you need it most. Um, let me tell you, having four children and setting up this life that I have for them, I know without a shadow of a doubt that if I were to perish anytime in the near future, my income leaving the house or even the on the other end of my husband's income leaving the house, my children's life would be hugely uprooted and upset, not just by the loss of me, but the loss of the income in the household that helps our family do the things that we do, live the life that we have. So I truly did not feel secure and comfortable until I actually got our life and policy, life insurance policy into place. And I can honestly say we use policy genius to both get my husband's coverage and my coverage. 
How it works, let me tell you. Policy Genius is an insurance marketplace that makes it easy to compare quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in one place to find your lowest price on life insurance. You can save uh, 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Options start at just $17 a month for $500,000 of coverage. Just click the link in the description or head to policygenius.com to get a personalized quote in minutes and find the right policy for your needs. The licensed agents at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance company. They, they're on hand through the entire process to help you understand your options so that you can make decisions with confidence. Head to policygenius.com and get your free life insurance quote and see how much you could save. Thanks, Policy Genius. All right. So a couple of things about the movie that I wanted to talk about. One, I think Sterling K. Brown, right? I'm going to talk about him and Regina King. Actually, let me talk about Regina first. Oh, come on. I don't think, I think she is the number one actress I want to work with. That woman is funny, funnier than she gets credit for. But when it came down to really nailing that first lady stuff and like, how they go through the depths of hell with these men, the emotions of like, I want to leave him, talking to her mom and her mom being like, she's like, when did you, I don't remember exactly what she said, but like, when did you stop? And she said, when I buried that man and her be, I mean, Regina King, Regina Hall, God dog, why y'all both got to be good? Both of the Reginas, I would work with you. Oh, I don't know why I thought you said Hall. I was like, mm-hmm. Because you know who I'm saying. Uh, mm -hmm. She's funny every time, right? The knuck if you buck scene with them both rapping was funny. Also, the one of the writers said they neither of them knew the lyrics of that song, and they took a week of rehearsing just to get it. It was very funny. But the 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 funny I always see her do. But when she switched that praise dance scene, when she was like feeling like she made a full I said, when she snapped into that dead president's, uh, I was like, <laughs> oh, and but that conversation with her mom. When she gave your boy the business when he was practicing his message, I was like, first of all, Regina, listen. Yeah. I ain't seen a lot of movies. Give her the Oscar nom. To me, I know Oscar comedies don't be getting nominated, even dark comedies and black women, you got to have the performance of your lifetime. But Regina Hall, and I honestly had to, you know, look at it. I said, man, I, I got to, I, I could probably see some similarities between me and, uh, and the pastor, not the scandal part, but just the, <laughs> like, don't get confused. <laughs> nah, don't get confused. This is something we talked about on Marriage Be Hard conversation with Kirk Franklin and Tammy Franklin, too. Y'all check that out. But I was really looking in the mirror at myself like, mm, I need to under, I need to give my wife more credit on the like stuff she does as well. But her acting there was phenomenal. Just just phenomenal. And Sterling K. Brown's character him him never apologizing and refusing to even acknowledge like acknowledge the harm he did and even at the last scene when that boy came and he didn't know how he was going to react first of all that felt real because it was like he didn't know if he was going to pull a gun on him try to fight him he laughing but when he was like i was saving souls like boy you ain't going to take credit for None bit of harm you did, is you? None, none, none. And as an actor portraying a character, that character, that person cannot see their wrong, cannot apologize because to apologize 
is to acknowledge I did something wrong, even though it is obvious to everyone around you that you did wrong. He is like, nah. And one more thing I want to say, Nicole B. Howry, be acting, okay? Uh, that guy's name, I think it's Confidence. The they play the other pastors, the younger okay. pastors. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The 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 co-pastors, the yeah, husband the and wife of the new thing. So I saw this on Twitter. This, you know, I don't really be getting a lot of symbolism and camera work. I just be watching stuff. But they were saying they they had a theory that remember how they shot that scene? It was like them two, them two, them two, them two, them two. And they were saying, and I thought this was interesting, that Nicole B. Hari and her husband, they are just earlier in the timeline of yeah. the, the, the uh, uh, what was that? Oh, my gosh. Sterling K. Brown's character, Lee Childers. I don't remember. You know I don't remember character names. Lee Curtis. Lee Curtis and Trinity. Trinity. I can't remember their last names. But y'all is just early in the process, but y'all going down the same path. And eventually, y'all gonna be the same person. And I said, "Oh, what you say?" It was, it was a little different though, which I loved, which also pulls from the actual story. Is so Trinity was a first lady. Yeah. Nicole's character was a co-pastor. That's the evolution. Yeah. It. It. The end. And she was allowed, in a way, to show how hungry she was. Oh yeah. She was allowed, like there was no, I think a lot of times we expect pastors to be very humble about wanting to grow their church as yeah. if the growth of the church is just about winning souls for, for Christ. Right. And that probably is at the core, but also there is a, a feeling of like being on top of your game to be the biggest, the best. Absolutely. So to see them purposefully be like, "Oh, we gonna move this date up off of, off of Easter." Dog, you ain't getting no members. Let me tell you what: you're not getting not now one of them back because now is our time to shine. It is Listen, not your church pastors. Be ambitious, people too, right? Yes. We got to save the most souls. We got to say, we got to help the most people. We got to give the most of the community. You can have pure intention, but you can be driven by ego just like anybody else. You want to have the most followers. You want to have the most video views. You want to give the most to the hungry. And all. We are human beings first. The Bible says born into sin, shaping into iniquity. We got to fight that thing because we mm -hmm. designed to be like that. You know, that's why I can't be no pastor. People be like, hey, why you don't pastor? I want to be the, I, if, if, if pastors, if I'm going, I'm taking on Joel. If you're going to be in the the old Rockets uh, stadium, I got to be in Staples. I got to be at the Rams stadium. I got to be having 50,000, right? And that, uh, that desire sometimes can can mess with your moral compass. One thing, I will, go, were you about to say something? I will, but you say what you're going to say, and then I'll bring up with my thing. Okay. So one thing they were talking about in the comments that I totally forgot was the sex scene where uh, Sterling K's uh, character, Lee Curtis, he didn't want no coochie. He did not like that. He offered it up as a living sacrifice. He said, mm -mm, I want you to do this thing because this pumping, I don't like it in there. I want. And then he, he, he couldn't even. He was like, and at that moment, I was like, oh, no, it's going to go this way. I didn't know which way it was going to go. I but still he, didn't know. I was like. Because I don't automatically think 
if a woman's on her stomach, that a penis is going in her butt. So I was still like, ah, wow. He doesn't want to see her face. As a man, he's that, he's just that. I literally. What was you thinking now? That it was because they had not mentioned anything about there being um, guys involved. Other, It was just a sex scandal. It was, so I'm just yeah. like, and so it wasn't until Regina was in um, the Jezebel store, whatever it was called, with the hats in her, she was distracted by the young men that I was just like, wait a second, wait a second. Oh, then everything started. Marcus probably got it 10 minutes after that because he didn't know nothing about no Eddie Long or what happened. And he was like, so wait, was he was into young girls? And I was like, no, babe. <laughs> no. That's the young part. We were doing charade. All right, keep that first part. What's, <laughs> what's the opposite of that? Um, but uh, the part that I wanted to mention that I don't know if anybody else noticed because I, I kept rewinding because I... When I watch, I can be sometimes a very irritating person to watch TV or watch movies with because I'm not just watching for the plot a lot of times. I'm looking at the cinematography, I'm looking at the lighting, I'm looking at the, I'm listening to the sound mixing, and I will comment. I'll be like, oh, yes. And oh, I'll see, I'll oh, be sitting God. there trying to come up with the budget for a scene. You got to stop, Angel. You got to focus. Oh, it'd be so good to me. So during the mime the honk for jesus scene where the mime scene eventually happens yeah they change lens multiple times so that the the ratio of the screen changes so you go from where you have black bars on the side like you have the image and there's black bars to it being more like a film and there were bars at the bottom. So you end up feeling a lot closer than what you did before, which can feel very uncomfortable when, you're when, going. She, when they snapped on her face, when she had that makeup on. They kept going to film, which film gives you a more of an intimate, like you are almost inside the person's mind instead of watching like a documentary. Yeah. I was like, like when it happened the first time, I was like, wait a second. I said, did they change lens? What just happened? Went back. And then I saw it going back and forth. And I was like, oh, what an interesting, um, what an interesting way to like get us from seeing this as just, like you said, a satirical dramedy, but more so getting, I think they were trying to hit home the psychological turmoil that Trinity's character was going through of how much longer am I going to stand, be this man's clown? Yeah. Just so the vision that I have doesn't die because of his actions, right? Yeah. Um, it was just, I don't know, it was very, it was very weird. That's when it got really, really, really dark. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I felt like I was, that. We, you talked about that a week or two ago about how film as a, as a medium, just with where the camera's placed can give you, you the viewer, like, even if you can't put words to what you're feeling, you'd be like, ooh, she probably thinking this. I mean, she said some of that, but when it started on her face and she wasn't smiling, I was just like, I'm so sorry you have to do that. And how embarrassing. And praise dancing is outdated to me. K&K Mom, y'all was popping in 95. But boy, they ain't had a new move. This, we we get it. We got to. 
It's the, you know what I hate? It is the crackhead fiending shake. <laughs> that, it's the, I'm going through withdrawals for Jesus that pisses me off. Uh, 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 uh. That's what it looks like. I, ah, it makes me so mad. It was so funny, though. Like, it was funny and sad, right? And listen, the old saints and people, and listen, if you feel like this makes the church look bad, you are right. But if you've been on Instagram the, la the last 10 years, people always make the church look bad because people are bad. And this is not new. Yeah. This predates the internet. It predates modern society. Like you were saying about the Bible days, Jesus' closest disciples was acting up. David was a man after God's own heart. He sent for a woman's husband to be killed so he could have sex with her. Some people believe because he was the queen, the king, he couldn't be refused. So it was basically like sexual assault. But nobody, like you go through the Bible, all the heroes have dark stories. That's all, we are all, the Bible, mm -mm, mm -mm, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. So it's okay to be embarrassed because if the church is something that is important to you and people like when the dude after the Movado, he was saying in his apology, he was saying, if I embarrass the church or cast it in a bad light, if the church is important to you, it's sacred to you, which it is to a lot of people and me included, I'd be feeling embarrassed because I'd be trying to represent Christ as well. And I know how people go and say when something happened, this is why I left the church, this is why I left the church, this is why I left the church. You know, we be wanting Christ to be represented properly. But Christian, the Latin is I-A-N, to be like Christ. It is the striving to be like him. We will never attain, huh? We will uh -huh. never attain, but it's the striving, the reach, the hope. Humanity is the failure that perfection and, and all that is always going to be just outside of our grasp. We're always going to be struggling. Tell me why. Why? It's just tell them that it's human nature. Why did Come you do on. This? this is who we are. We are failures. I'd be trying to eat right. And listen, Porto's introduced a, a churro covered croissant. You think I didn't order four? I know they ain't good for me. Ain't nothing good up in there. But I like it. And I want to eat it. And I have it. I try to be the best husband. I falter, I struggle. I try to be the best father. I falter, I struggle. I try to be the best friend, communicator. Our life is a mere existence of struggles and failures until we die. Yeah. That's it. We never will get it. We never will. Be embarrassed. You be embarrassed. You be embarrassed, you be embarrassed when be the church messes I be embarrassed. I know it's, it's like secondhand embarrassment. It's not, it's not like, oh, I'll just be like, Oh man, here we I go. Don't, you know why I don't? Because, because even though I do know the church is the body, when individuals mess up, I see it as an individual messes up. And I don't want anybody to have that much say so over what it is to be a Christian that their actions represent the whole of us. I feel like we have that enough as black people where we're just like, oh. People were like, you sent black people back 40 years. One person? Right. No, 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 no. That was an individual who made an individual mistake. Yes, there are bigger consequences for people who are in leadership that have a lot of people that are like 
trying to watch them and live their life by example. But I think that's probably the reason why churches be covering up so many scandals is because of the secondhand embarrassment instead of you as a person. You need help. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't effed up. Instead, it becomes a thing of, oh, if we allow this fact to be true about our pastor, then the whole church has a crap stain in their drawers versus. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Just versus as I think it would be easier to be able to hold everyone accountable because that's kind of it's it's not our job as Christians. I won't say that, but it can be a helping hand when you have people around you that understand the lifestyle you're trying to walk. But I think it would be a lot easier to protect the people that need to be protected in the church, which are the victims. If we didn't see that anybody in uh, leadership need to be protected so that the face of Christianity isn't, you know, is without blemish. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I agree 100%. I also think if we took that approach and admitted fault, a lot of times people just wanting, want people to be like, yeah, I messed up, bro. In life and in church, I tripped. I slipped. I messed up. My bad. I want to be better, right? Uh, but like our parents, these pastors, these people, that acknowledgement is beyond their capability. I also want to say this too. That church, that movie was filmed at Bishop Polk's church. It's, it's spelled differently than this. But he was a Wahite gentleman who had a scandal that was huge. I had never heard of this man. I saw people talking about it on Twitter. I looked what? him up. I was like, hey, the black pastor? And the reason I didn't know about him because he was a Wahite gentleman. That was his church, right? Big church. scandal. Olivia mm-hmm. Pope. I mean, he his scandal was like nationwide. happened early in the 90s. And I listen. My church knowledge goes goes mostly for black folks. Uh, I don't be knowing about all the other stuff. But yeah, I think um, that is a major deterrent. The refusal to acknowledge heart, I mean, hurt, harm, mistakes. And listen, people are the church, right? When people say the black church hurt me, there's not an entity that's the black church. Come it on. People are black and in the church, right? So there's no overseeing body that oversees all the black churches in America. It's usually your pastor, your mother, your person, your deacon, your choir director, your person that upset you, offended you, all that type of stuff. And I think it's because when we call ourselves Christians, we expect more from each other, but really, we ain't really no better. We just trying to be better. Exactly. Listen, I think that's probably my, I remember my, my, uh, one of my pastors hurt my feelings when I was 16 years old. And when I tell you that made me see everybody clearly after that, I was like, wait, you coming after me? I'm 16. I am but a child. Yeah. That made me go, oh, they niggas just like me. Okay. I got it. I got it. And And I think it's sometimes hard, especially like even with the dude in that in the the movie that came up to him that was cleaning up trash and was just like, yeah. I know that thing about you ain't true because you helped me get my life together. I think a lot of times we think there's a binary thing where right. if you do evil, there's no way the Lord could have ever spoke to you. There's no way you could have blessed my life in a way that was life changing that I actually got. Yeah. There is 
absolutely no way you could be doing all the things that you are preaching about are wrong. And yeah. then you do it yourself where it's not, we are complex uh, creatures, especially complex creatures that are saying we're going to deny ourselves things that our body is literally saying, yes. go do. Like, uh, like you bring up dieting all the time. You always are like, <laughs> I am trying, but the devil is trying to keep me eating yeah. food that I'm not supposed to have. Now, if yeah. you were getting HelloFresh like I was, it would make your life so much easier, okay? Because with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Now, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save money. In fact, HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout and even cheaper than grocery shopping, too. HelloFresh is here to make your hectic fall weekends a little easier and a lot more delicious. Their quick and easy meals include 20-minute meals, low prep, easy cleanup options, and take the stress out of mealtime with time-saving, no-fuss recipes ready in a snap. Enjoy the freshest fall flavors. Every HelloFresh recipe includes right, just-picked produce that travels from the farm to your door in less than a week. Literally last night, I made some, um, uh, it was paninis with fresh vegetables. It had red onions that I roasted along with um, yellow peppers, plus uh, uh, what you call it, sauteed zucchini, I made, I did the bougiest thing I've ever done because of HelloFresh. I made my own aioli, okay? It was mayonnaise, Italian seasoning, olive oil, salt, and pepper. It was delicious. The kids loved it. And there was no way I was going to come up with that on my own. I can tell you that right. I don't, if I ever say I did, know that I lied. Because HelloFresh is what is getting me through these evenings. There's always something new on the menu from family-friendly to fit and wholesome or even veggie recipes. There's something to please everyone. You can easily customize your meals with Hello Custom by swapping proteins or sides, upgrading your proteins, or even adding proteins to a veggie meal. It's never been easier to eat your way. Green Chef and Every Plate are now owned by HelloFresh and with a wider, way, a wider, a wider array of meals to choose from. There's something for everyone. You can switch between brands, and now our listeners can enjoy both brands with a discount on us. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SK16. SK16. And use code SK16. SK16. For 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash SK16. SK16. Use code SK16. SK16. For 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. And if you didn't hear me when I said it the first time, okay, it's probably because you ain't got on your Raycons. That's you ain't got them on. You can't hear it because you ain't got them on, all right? Lately, I've been listening to the Renaissance album, okay, a lot <laughs> on repeat. Because <laughs> who who going to break my soul? I know Raycons won't, and they ain't going to break my budget either. And they ain't going to break my eardrum, even though I'm going to be able to hear really well. It's been great. And one, <laughs> one reason it's been great listening to is because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look and feel and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycon's will give you eight hours of playtime and 32-hour battery life. Raycon's are priced just right and you'll get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. 
listen, the um the little gel tips, that's probably one of my favorite features because I actually have the tiniest little um, ear canals. So regular earbuds by other brands, they hurt after about 20 minutes with Raycons. The fit is perfect and they don't fall out and the sound is great. You can try to get some little cheap little things. I'm going to tell you, you might as well have Beyonce whispering very quietly into your ear because you're not going to be able to hear, especially if you're on a plane. You're going to want something that has quality sound to drown out the sound of the engine and the air condition. And Raycons does all of that. Again, I love listening to music now. It, it actually helps me like calm myself and focus. And, you know, with me and my husband working together, I can't just play blast music through the house. So being able to pop in my Raycons, press play on uh, Renaissance, no skips. No I'm able skips. to have Okay. So go to buyraycon.com slash SK today. SK today. Well, no, today is not the, the thing, but SK is <laughs> to get <laughs> to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash SK. SK. That's for 15% off buyraycon.com slash SK. SK. Listen, I think this is an interesting point. We're talking about the black church is not uh, overseeing body and this comment says, but there's a culture though. It feels universal. That's the black experience feels universal. Angel and I didn't meet each other until 2014, 15, 12, mm -hmm. depending on if you believe when, uh, when I said it or the lie she says, you will lie, but you know, our experiences are very similar. It's how black people all have grocery bags under the thing. Who tells somebody to do this? I don't know. We are a communal people. We share secrets somehow all across our life, mm -hmm. all across the nation, even across the Caribbean and in the UK. Black folks going to be doing the things black folks does. You understand? Mm -hmm. So I think that part is uh, why it feels universal, but it's still very personal. And I think people make common mistakes. And we were talking about that the last scene where Angel was saying the guy said, you changed me. You did something good. My wife always says this term, two things can be true. You can okay. have changed somebody's life and been a very positive impact, and you could have destroyed somebody's life. P and come come out of the same penis. No, I didn't know where we were waste, going. Waste and pleasure come out the same hole. Sometimes you pee, and sometimes it's semen. That's the same hole, that same urethra. The urethra carry both of them. One feels amazing. And honestly, sometimes peeing feels amazing. But listen, and well, some people do in pleasure go in that. You same know what, David? I don't know where this is going, but I will say my <laughs> husband was over here doing, Marcus was over here doing sensual dances while I was trying <laughs> to focus. Oh, Jesus. Regardless. Your huh? pastor protestness, and it's the truth. Waste and pleasure come from the same thing. All right. Watch the movie. Get your own thoughts. And watch Churchy. Also coming soon. It won't be as dark as this. Uh, but it is, I'm very proud of it. Get, get, let me tell you what. This is a, this is a plea of truth. The, the, the ladies who made this, bless them. They, this was produced by Jordan Peele. Let me tell you what. Churchy is produced by Kevin and Melissa. Come on. Financed by Kevin and Melissa. Come when on. It wasn't my life savings into Churchy, but a lot of days 
on that road, a lot of days shooting stuff I didn't want to shoot, being on set and telling myself, this is going to pay for churchy. This is going to pay for churchy. And I'm going to tell y'all straight up and down, and I ain't going to lie to you. I had greenlit a season two, regardless. I just went over the budget. I un I ungreenlit season two. I'm I'm a regular network. I'm I'm gonna look at the numbers and the subscriptions, and if it warrants a season two, I'm gonna do it. Now I'm gonna tell you what it is about owning a network. You have high hopes. Well, let me tell you what people do, and this is I'm not admonishing you. I'm just telling you from business point of view. People buy the app. By and large. Now, a lot of the stage crew, they is in there from day one. They ain't yeah. going nowhere. They believe in it. Uh, a lot of people, and I mean stage crew as the whole of the support, but a lot of other people, and I'm not admonishing you, I'm just telling you when I look at the numbers. Good show come on, they buy. Good show go off, they cancel. Love on stage come on, they subscribe. Love on stage go off, they cancel. Workplace comedy come on, they buy. It go off, they cancel. Uh, mm -hmm. All the shows have that ebb and flow. If people don't buy and stay, if they don't get yearly subscription, I can't afford to pay for a show like that again and not have the app come through. I just, I love y'all. I got to, I got to go a different route. So we will see if it's gonna come back. We don't know, and that's just. Business owner, father, husband, friend. I also got children to leave an inheritance to. I also got a wife that I got to listen to. I also got a bank account that I got to watch dwindle. Listen, <laughs> this ain't no this ain't no sketch, right? If the people don't respond in a way that it can pay for itself, God bless y'all. I'm I'm making I'm making something else. Um, Kevin, or would you say? Or selling it and having somebody Hollywood pay for it. Or how would you feel about that? Uh, would you be able to deal with having to not be the final say? Man, I don't even know, Angel. And I'm being honest with you. Some ways, a lot of other shows I could do that with. This show, it would be so hard mm -hmm. to have someone who doesn't have the experience be the sayer sower and the the final person, because I don't have to answer to nobody. And on a lot of stuff I do, I wouldn't mind. But on this show, this is this is my sacred cow. You would have However, to be the showrunner. You would have, have to negotiate. Mm -hmm. And I would have to say, I and I would rather not be able to do it than to do it in a way I didn't believe was honest and authentic, because I believe a lot of times Hollywood don't get those stories told correctly. And this is why people pass on this show. And I get why they pass. They got to reach a lot of people. And this show is for a specific group of people, and they be passing because they be like, well, "What is Middle America gonna think?" I don't care. BET Plus is gonna buy it. If BET Plus bought it, and I, and I talked to Mr. BET or Miss BET and told them, "This is what I'm finna do," and they'd be like, "Yeah," or we make something else where I don't care as much because we would be in some tussles. You understand me? But anyway, no, moving on. Would, and they would let you be the showrunner. Go ahead. Let's move on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, this was an interesting thing that that got. Uh, uh, in the world. Uh, dang it. Did I not put it in there? Oh. What's saying? Anyway, the, the top five male vocalists, did you see that in there? Nah. Okay, I've been I've been working so hard to... Victory, uh, she puts the links in in a nice way, and I'd be trying to do that, but a lot of times I actually forget to put it in the right place. Anyway, this thing went viral the other day, and it was like, we always talk about top five women singers, 
uh, what are your top five male vocalists? And since it wasn't the Docket Angel, I'll go for my five. You go first while I think. I'll go for my five because I should, I, I, I double checked and I just let it, then everything go. Now, these aren't necessarily in order, but to me, these are the best vocalists that I've heard. And obvi obviously, as a church kid, I'm going to lean in that direction more. I'm going to tell you who I think is the best vocalist that I've ever heard personally of any genre. You can debate me. You'll never be right to me. You can choose who you want to choose. Okay. His name is Anthony Charles Williams II. I knew him as Tone. Currently, he goes by B Slade. When I tell you this man has power, he has range, he got falsetto, he got acrobatics, he has tone, he has everything. To me, that is the greatest voice I, I'd have never heard. Okay? To me, Kevin, Anthony Charles Williams II. Uh, the rest, you can put them any place. Um, one of my favorites is, he's my friend, he's my brother, he's my pastor. From Perfecting Church, Bishop Marvin L. Winans, he has a smooth and sultry voice. Uh, and it just be, he could he could have sang R&B. He could have been with Gerald Levert and them and Eddie. You know, if he didn't, if he wasn't in the whinings, he could have been in the Leverts and them. He could have had his own group. The way he's saying, some panties probably would have came off. Some church panties probably came off. Somebody probably made sweet love to some of them whining songs. You know, because some church people wasn't going to listen to no R and B. They was going to listen to gospel. They probably made some sweet love to them whining songs. But Marvin L. Wines could have sang some panties off if he so felt. Uh, Tony is not from Sacramento. He is from San Diego. Okay, attitude, attitude much. Uh, another one of my favorites is Daryl Coley. I just found out not long ago that that Bleeding Gums Simpsons episode where the guy is singing the national anthem for a long time, black dude for 20, 30 minutes, the whole, mm -hmm. thing, I didn't realize that that was Daryl Coley. I didn't see that episode. I'd only you seen the movie. Yeah, I didn't realize that was Daryl Coley. But Daryl Coley, When Sunday Comes, is one of the, the the best vocal performances of my entire life. One of my early jokes, my early stand-up jokes, I used to I used to basically mime that whole song like I was singing it. And as I look back, I was like, "Well, you stayed in that bit for a minute because that song like four or five minutes long, like just him so i love daryl coley uh i love luther vandross mm -hmm. i didn't realize so much of his music was covers um i thought they were all originals but i saw a tiktok the other day that was showing like the best covers like covers that are so good that you forget that that artist is not the original artist. And he had like three or four of them were his, uh, or his songs. Uh -huh. Or, and, and I'm going to say Joe, Joe That's just got a pure, great voice. Just, I love Joe's voice. I love 
Joe's voice. So that's my five. Tone A, Marvin Winans, Daryl Coley, uh, Marvin Sapp. I mean, Marvin, oh, I already said Marvin Winans. Uh, Luther and Joe. Okay. I'm probably not going to name, not Nan Gospel Singer. That's okay, Angel. You wouldn't say it like that. Uh, absolutely not. Um, young Michael Jackson. Oh, baby Michael. Baby Michael, one of the best. Now, Michael, light-skinned Michael with the white woman voice, not here for. I get it. But Michael with his original nose, young Michael, sings. Yeah. Um, I would also say, this is going to sound crazy, but I don't care. Okay. Elder Barge. L? L. That What's that man's that, that big L DeBarge song. I just heard it the other day. Ooh, I like it. I like it. You send chills on my spine. Have you heard Duran Bernard's version of that? Uh yes, I have. Woo! He can sing. Woo! I prefer L's, but he can sing. Oh, I, I get it. But Duran Bernard, that boy sings the musical notes. Oh no, he. He got a voice. Marge's uh, tiny desk is great, by the way. He is just, he performed at Essence. He was there. He performed Did right he? before, he performed before all the big acts came on. And that man was still hitting every single last one of them notes. Really? Yes. Yes. Um, there's another guy that most of you all probably don't know. And why am I forgetting his last name? Let me look him up. His name is Michael... Yeah, and I have his album. Buble? I, huh? Buble? No, he's a black dude. He's a black dude with locks. God dang it. Uh hold on. My friend David uh uh manages him. I'm gonna figure it out before we finish. But anyways, he is one Michael. of those <laughs> what'd you say? Michael with the locks is enough in a black conversation. Yeah, Michael with the locks. He's he uh is like a Broadway singer. He could probably hit notes that some women can't sing. Um, Usher, I love his voice. It's just, it's just, it don't bother me. It don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a good compliment coming from Black. You know, his voice just don't bother me. It don't bother me. It don't. It doesn't bother me. And sometimes I Michael feel like... Kilgore? Yes, thank you, Michael Kilgore. Michael Kilgore can now sing almost everybody I done put on this list. Sangs down. down. Um, and then who else? Somebody sultry. I I actually prefer like while women, I love hard singers. For most men, I like a nice softer, like velvety. Yeah. So um it would either be like either a Luther or Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye's got an amazing voice too. He would he would be an honorable mention. He he don't. He ain't never did wrong. And I would put Joe up there too. Joe, you are correct. Joe, let me tell you, that voice don't quit. I don't care about nobody else. Technically, he is technically sound. The fact they say it was a big rich town. Oh. That song had a hold on us. Remember when, when they try to switch it to Trey songs or whatever? When they let that little baby goat on that song, we were like, get him off. We almost stormed the Capitol, not the United States. We were just going to go to New York and be like, to the power offices and be like, put it back. <laughs> put it 
that like thing lasted for one. one the, uh, 50 Cent was like, come on off of here. I'm sorry, bro. I know I asked you to do it. I asked you to do it, but don't do it. All don't right. do it. I got to go to the bathroom real quick and I can't hold it. So while I go, we're going to listen to Duran Bernard's version of I Like It and I'll be right no, back. No, no, we're going to do. I think it's, is it time for an ad? No. Uh, is it? Okay, well, listen to you go pee because I got to do the same. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back, guys. We'll be right back. I, I, I can't hold. I've been drinking a lot of water. I just, I've been trying to do right. For I you, just, friend. I pee so much more. I just want to go back to soda. But you look so great. I like it. I like it. I really, really like it. Honestly. What do you like, Angel? Huh? What do you like? The song. That song. What else do you like? I love ritual. <laughs> it's more than liking it. <laughs> Does your probiotic contain clinically studied strains? Meet one that does. Ritual Symbiotic Plus contains two of the world's most studied strains and over 350 publications of human clinical trials. Let me tell you about Ritual. Okay? Right, tell me about it. Tell the people. Ritual Symbiotic Plus is, I'm trying not to be too TMI, but when you are thinking about digestive health, when you're thinking about being able to feel good about what you're putting down when you're dropping off kids at the pool, you get what I'm saying. Ritual be getting me right. Ritual probiotic yes. plus. Okay. <laughs> it's a smooth sailing. You understand me? You overheard? You get what I'm saying. That's not, it, it, this is more so about your overall gut health. And that is what, the Symbiotic Plus is here to like support you in, understand? Ritual is designed to, to thrive. It's delayed release capsule designed to help reach the colon, not the stomach. I done told y'all multiple times where this stuff is supposed to go. The colon, don't let nobody tell you different, is an ideal place for probiotics to uh, survive and grow. No refrigeration needed. Designed with moisture control bottle technology pr to protect the probiotic strains. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. There's no more shame in your gut game. That's why Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during their first three months. Visit ritual.com slash crew with a K. Crew with a K, yay. To start your ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. Which is what made the um, male singers go viral. The first thing that went viral was of these four, one gotta go. Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, and Adele. Bye, Adele. What? Get out of here. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't want that sad, a sad white girl music. I don't need it. Give me my little biracial Mariah. Voice, voice, just pure huh? voice, just I voice. Don't, I am just pure voice. I don't want to hear her no more. Bye. You know, Hello. Like, what? <laughs> this is not how Adele sounds. <laughs> there was a song she sings that I just now realized I didn't know the words to. Um, what was she saying? What's one of her? <laughs> Kevin, tell me one of her popular well, songs. Well, I don't, I don't, 
Adele. What was she saying? What Adele. Popular songs. Hold on. My I'm going to tell you. My what was she saying? Popular songs. Hold on. I'm going to tell you what it is. Put in my who there and see. <laughs> oh, Hold on. Let me see if it's this, this song. This is a funny comment. I never said put on that new day. Ever. Ever. Nobody's ever said it. You put on a day hey, hey, Throw that new Adele on. What is this? Hold on. Is it Chasing Payments? It might be. Chasing Payments is my jam, but I didn't know when she said my who did in there. I don't, I, if I remember, if I ever figure out what song it was, I was like, the subtitles, the subtitles that came up, it was like showing, and I was like, that's what she's saying? <laughs> I'm here, child. I'm no trying idea. to figure out what song you were singing. It's not easy on me, but I wish I could remember. Is it, what one of her early, is it before, is it before, uh, is it Chasing Pavements or, um, God. Sing chasing pavement. Sing sing this verse. Uh, Start it. Chasing pavements is um I remember the hook. In it. Even if it mean no oh, give me a give me a give me a uh give me a verse of something to the rain. Is it that it? Yes. You didn't know that was the devil. I knew it was a day. I didn't know what she was saying. Oh, I was like, to the left, watch it burn. Yeah, just like a, a terrible Vegas. Uh, when Vegas be having the the this ain't the real nigga show, but not even like the Cirque du Soleil. It'd be the yeah. ones at the Tropicana. It'd be like introducing uh, little Charles as Prince, <laughs> and he'd be having his, his hair be like this. Be like, that is not Prince. That's just a light skinned man. Yes, you'd be having the great value version. That's what you sound like. And just like fire. To the left, watch you it left to the way. When the biopics don't get the, they can't license the music. <laughs> they gotta Angel make. Call me, Angel. What do you think this song sounds like? <laughs> oh, you talking about just like fire? To the left, watch it burn me to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I just want to say, it's, I was listening to Beyonce's Renaissance album. Her backgrounds, I was in the two things back to back, and I, I didn't realize how much their, back, their background vocals of themselves sound good. Beyonce's Renaissance album and Michael Jackson's Off the Wall, I was listening to the background. I was like, bro, Mike was in there stacking these vocals. You hear me? And I feel like we don't talk about Off the Wall enough. That is a great, great album. A great album. So anyway, this is something that I thought was, I thought we was over this boy, but white people, they just can't take it. So this article was titled, When Wokeness Comes to Middle Earth, Why Some Say Diverse Casting Ruins the New Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power Show. Let me I'm say so something. mad because I didn't know that there was a black woman showing up until I saw it in the docket. I said, God dang it, Kevin. I didn't know either. I'm so sick of what white people, non-black people have done to the term woke. Black people was telling each other, and I'm going to tell you whose fault it was. 
Childish Gambinos. He made yeah. that song and it was popular and it took it from a thing. And we would be like, hey, now stay woke. That would mean keep your head on a swivel. First, that's what, hey, keep your head on a swivel now. Stay woke out there, right? And then it became almost like a, you got to understand what the man is doing, like a hotel. You got to stay woke, my brother. And now woke just means black or LGBT. Any, anything that's not for middle America, if it deals with black people's issues, LGBT issues, or anything other than white center views, it's woke. If you try to introduce anything that isn't white, whites only pies, it's automatically woke. It don't even make sense. You, you destroyed the word. Be pissing me off. Now, the thing about rings of power that drives me crazy about black people existing, rings of power, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, we buy, we being people, we buy so many things. Dragons, a ring that corrupts all, Gollum, Schmeagol, Hobbits, Elves, Magical Powers, Sauron, Gandalf the Grey, Wizards. We White people believe it all, okay? Stormtroopers, Wookiees, the Force, uh, all of that. But niggas, oh, you're just disrupting the source material. There was no blacks when Tolkien was writing it, when George R. R. Martin was writing it. Now, here's the thing. Everybody but white people has to watch full-on white everything shows. So many shows. We don't be like, wasn't no black people in this. We just be watching it. We didn't even complain for the majority of our life. But soon as a black nigga be an elf, or I ain't seen Rings of Power yet, I'm going to watch it just because of this. But man, when you get some black people in there, they just, it it, it takes me right out of the show. It takes me right out of the show. I can't believe it's woke. You keep when they say keep it woke or keep woke out of our shows, they mean keep that black. Is this black folk they're talking about? They're not talking about anything else. No, they be meaning gay people too. Anything that ain't white only middle America, we don't want to deal with. I don't want that in my show. Colin Kaepernick, keep your protesting. Not when we're referring to Game of Thrones. Now, everybody was having sex with everybody. They did not care about no homosexuals. No, up no, in no I, I know that, but I mean, the term woke, it'd be, it be including gay stuff, too. Now, Game of Thrones, they was, there was, listen, Oprah and Martell was having sex with everybody who had a hole. Exactly. He, he took a hole down. The only genre they want Black people to exist in is misery. And if it's, if it's any genre outside of that, they're like, ah! we gave you guys the help. I mean, what more do you want? They you don't. got all the slave movies you can have. Why are you not sad in this movie? They're Give them another right. slave movie. What do we got? Because their they fantasy is for us not, not to exist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, how is this fantasy if you niggers are here? What is this? Their fantasy is for us not to exist. They're like, this you ruined this. This is like a wet dream gone dry. They are not happy about it. Oh, that's so true in her angel. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been hurt by a racist thing in a while. But they, as soon as they see a black person, they're like, no, I thought. Nah. Okay. BT. <laughs> Now go over there and watch the Miss Pat show in your HBCU games. I'm Stay telling you. Middle Earth ain't nothing but Middle America. 
it is like them watching a, a, a busty woman get naked and their mom walking in and being like, hey, cover up. That's what it's like when we show up. Hey, cover that up. They're like, <laughs> I saw her naps. I saw her kinky little hair. Her naps. <laughs> what, is, what is her nap? Oh, the black girl's naps. Yes, that's when we show up. <laughs> saw her kinky hair. And her nostrils breathing all that air in, sucking oh. all the oxygen out the room. <laughs> they really, they have such That's a hard time. Yeah, they're like just hoover nostrils, just sucking in all the air. Can't stand it. Yeah, no, they, they, for some reason, it is such a problem for us to exist in the fantasy world, in sci fi, literally in any genre where misery isn't the underlying theme and misery caused by them. Yes. Yeah. They, they well, can't mind you playing in the SEC. You, you, you score me a touchdown or you sack the quarterback, but you don't come home to my daughter. That's what it is. I'll cheer you on when you're playing for Bama. Road dadgum tie. But I don't want to see you with your helmet off in the diner that I eat at. You, mm -mm. The whole thing is about black people. It's always go where you belong. And where you belong is away from me unless I need you to do something or I need to have sex with you. It's it, But what's so crazy is that these are fantasy worlds. These yeah. are not biopics or biopics. They're, they're, these are not. Literally, people could be green. You know what I'm saying? In these worlds. These are worlds that never existed and they are like but how? Yeah. How did you and your black face and your pretty skin end up in here? I don't <laughs> understand. I don't understand. Oh it's, my God. It's, it's very crazy that anybody would have a problem. They didn't have a problem last season when one person was, when a black person was a slave and, a, and the other one was a eunuch. What, what show is that? Game of Thrones. Oh. Oh, your boy? They was all slaves. Yeah, that's it. The he was unsullied. The unsullied, the, the, the penis gone, and then yeah. the slave girl. They, was, they were like, Yeah, I ain't got to worry about it. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> why are you doing that? That's what he was doing on Sunday. Yeah, girl. You like that, you like that rub? Listen, you know that stuff to have a fine woman, you ain't got no meat. You figured out something. If I had a meat, it'd probably go be going crazy right now. But that stub is that stub is stubborn. That stub was stubborn. They, she they, had no, they had no hole. Like, what did they have? How they I don't know. I don't know what happens when somebody cuts off your dingling. Like, I don't know how you operate then. I don't actually want to know. Yep. That makes sense. I don't want to know. Anyway, we gotta go. We gotta talk about the bald and the beautiful and the married up to the first sites. Uh, so if you're in Patreon, stick around. Uh, make sure you get your tickets to keep your distance. We got a couple more this year. I think three, three, four more. What was this? September, October. We got four more. Uh, go to KevOnStage.com. I announced some tour dates in California this month and other places next month. Uh, Patreon will get access to those first. Uh, so uh, check out Tab Show. It's complicated, right? Her video was crazy, though. It was. I, said, Tab, you I didn't know what was going on. Listen, I let me. I 
No, even after the video, I was just like, that's right. Talk it. Listen, you don't need you. Angel being there gassing people up without no frame of reference for what. Come on, premium gas driving you off a cliff or driving you to freedom. I don't know, but I'm going to be there. Huh? That's what I love about being black. We don't care. What is it? Who do we hate? Hate them. Who do we love? Love them. <laughs> it's out there yelling, though. I'm going to be yelling. I'm going to be out there yelling. But anyway, we love y'all dearly. Thank you for the love and support. We'll see you soon. God bless you. God keep you. See you. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. With my boy Kevin stays. And that chick angel.